Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a bi-weekly podcast in which we talk about animals. <laughs> We're both former zookeepers, and every other week we pick an animal, describe it, learn a little bit more about it, and teach you one or two facts to bring home to your friends and family who probably don't care. And they don't care that you say these things to them. But then you're going to know it mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. And as always, nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations and all thoughts and opinions are our own, mm-hmm, regardless mm-hmm. of how small and simple our thoughts and opinions <laughs> are. They're still ours. Little, 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 little. So with that, <laughs> my sweet Fauna, how have oh. you been? Let's get grimy. Let's get going. Okay. Let's get sloppy, slutty, oh. swampy. Oh, I'm all three right now. Like, in spades. (laughs) Yes. I'm slipping and sliding all over this place. We're back in business. I don't know. It feels like business has been slow, but we're back in business. And we're doing all the things um, that summer entails. I had pizza for lunch. A. Very important. I am suited and ready. Yeah. I went for it. I was hungry. (laughs) We're recording this at 7 a.m. Just kidding. We might as well have been. And um, I'm in my summer era. I'm out gardening every day. I have taken up tennis again. That's fun. Again. So I'm doing a little bit of like evening tennis, which is very exciting. Um, I did almost roast a man at the tennis court. I don't know. I was feeling some kind of way. But he and his friend were like really cool and chill and they were in the court next to us and they were going back and forth. And then um, during one of the volleys, one guy just like let the ball go. Like he didn't even try for it. And the other guy's like fucking hustle jason and i was about to be like yeah jason you piece of shit (laughs) and i was like wait i don't know these people that might be a little aggressive um but we did have some goofs and gaffs and i did make fun of the man for eating a jimmy john sub so it was all in good fun you know tennis tennis friends um Mm -hmm. and other than that i don't know i feel insane there's like twelve thousand things happening Mm -hmm. in my job and Mm -hmm. also outside of my job in the Mm -hmm. next like two and a half days and so I'm feeling a little crazy, and I've had wicked nightmares, but that's nothing new. Same. Um, so how are you, my dear, my Flora? I've also had insane anxiety-ridden nightmares. I dreamt it was yeah. a mass shooting, which is horrific. Not great. Not um, great. And I never have dreams or, you know, whatever. That's true. Is. I don't remember them. So the fact that not only that. did I remember yeah. one, but also I was in a mass shooting, it was very traumatizing to me. Not good. Um, and I had it on, like, a Monday morning. So... <laughs> couldn't be worse <laughs> anyway i've been seeing so many movies at the alamo draft house summertime yeah. is so good for movies yeah there's so many things coming out oppenheimer fucking barbie i already have my barbie ticket my yes. theater showing cloverfield shut the front door i'm gonna go obviously so cloverfield again in the theater it's been yeah. a decade um just doing all That's- kinds of fun stuff i went to a pride festival couldn't think mm-hmm. of the words. Went to a Pride Festival. It was very <laughs> commercialized Pride, this yeah. one. Um, yes. Lots of It's like businesses vendors. are scrambling just to put a rainbow on their logo and be like, yeah. fly Delta. I like, walked away from a booth. Work at Sprint. <laughs> with two stickers and a beer koozie. And I looked down and the sticker is of like a, I don't know, like an old Ford truck. And it says <laughs> advanced auto parts. And then the truck is like rainbow colored. And the koozie says like pride from advanced auto parts what <laughs> what uh, who handed me that what uh 
Uh, <laughs> it was so strange. But of course, the um, usual suspects were out and about for Pride doing mm-hmm. their screaming and shouting and stuff with their... Embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But our community did such an amazing job just walling them. They literally walled them off. So they were at the street corner. And so the Pride people would have big sheets on sticks that say, like, we mm-hmm. can't hear you. And, like, God loves <laughs> everyone and not you yeah. or something. I don't even know. And <laughs> everyone except for you. <laughs> they walled them off. So you couldn't even see them except for from one angle. And then okay. that angle was a bunch of people holding giant rainbow umbrellas and holding them straight out so that it was like a force field of rainbow umbrellas. So good. And then anytime they spoke, they were just clacking to the beat of their voice like they're fans. <laughs> so you cannot hear or see these people at all. But there was the also dream. like secret ones that were in amongst the millions of people at this pride. And yeah, they have nothing better to do than infiltrate a Pride Festival. I think they just wanted to go, honestly. Well, it's so funny that they're like, don't shove your shit down our throats. And then they're actively shoving shit down our throats. But anyway, so they were one of them had infiltrated the crowd. And I was walking and I, I just like delayed reaction from who mm-hmm. knows what. And there's a man in front of me and he like is talking to this younger girl next to me. And he mm-hmm. hands her something and my... My reaction was like, obviously it was not good, but I just couldn't get there fast enough. Mm -hmm. I wanted to karate chop this man and I was just (laughs) a little late. So the girl, I mean, a young girl, she goes, he just handed me like a church pamphlet and she sounded (gasps) horrified. And she like, yeah, I don't know if she was talking to her dad, but there was an older man next to her and he did nothing. And I reached over and I snatched it out of her hand and I ripped it into pieces and I said, you don't fucking need that. And then my friend was like, oh my God. And my girl was like, thank you so much. Like, oh my God, thank you. And I was like, you're good. But I, oh my God. Well, good for you. That's a fucking warrior right there. I just right wish there. that I had been seven seconds earlier, I would have chopped it out of that man's hand. Right. So that she never even had to touch it. That's so foul. Mm. So hopefully I was her little guardian angel that day. I was just a little late on the uptick. Sorry, girly. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I love that. When I used to work in a movie theater, we would get those all the time. People would like hand it to you with their cash for the ticket at box office. Yeah. And there was one time where I threw it back at the person and it like went in their hat. And it was really funny because they didn't notice and they had a dumb thing sticking out of their hat. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot hours. But they're always out handing things to people. And, like, they, I feel like they target people. young women because they feel obligated to be polite. And yeah, the niceties. Yes. My friend and his daughter one time, too. And someone – and I did karate chop it out of that person's hand. Good. And I said, you oh, do not need this. Them. So that's my go-to thing now is yes. the chop. Flora the fucking <laughs> warrior. <laughs> the pride <laughs> warrior. <laughs> so anyway, that was fun. It was just really hot. I also watched a bunch shit. of movies in the woods. Um, I'm going to make that my whole personality. So you're going to be hearing about Standard that a fair. lot lately. Is that I found this wooded event. Uh, wooded movie event. Scary movies in the woods with Michael Myers. He's there. So. The dream. Anyway. Your main man. <laughs> my main man, Michael. If, hey, I got a question. Um, You're a horror movie buff. So like no. you're, who is it like your main scary movie man? It doesn't have to be a man. Just, you know, the entity well, man. Well, they're usually like, men that are scary. Well, um, Yeah. Life imitates art, and vice versa. <laughs> who's like my films. favorite? I mean, it, there's a well, there's like so not necessarily your favorite, but like say. who's your man? Who's your man? Like, which one do I want to fuck? Like, I don't know what you're ah! asking. Me. <laughs> like, I don't know who's your like go to, go to like buddy, go to guy, go to like who's who are you the biggest fan of? 
What do you What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I would fuck Ski Ulrich. Right from Scream, from the original Scream, <laughs> and also Matthew Lillard. Then and now, both of them. Then and now, correct. So, that's pretty good. Okay. Well, then Matthew Lillard, you know, is going to be in the Five Nights at Five Freddy's, Nights Freddy's movie. movie. Yeah, I'd put yeah. him there too. So, I'm just <laughs> in saying. the costume. <laughs> he's not a. He's not a Five Nights. At, well, oh wait, he does. Mm. He gets Sorry, gaunt. spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's not really a costume trap. It, like yeah that's true if it's like irreparable like it's a tortoise and also shell it's your a tortoise costume <laughs> it's also your body now <laughs> yeah Who like knows? michael myers can take his mask off right Does he i don't know? think well uh, he can i don't think any i don't think matthew lillard can take off what's coming to him <laughs> Anyway, loaded question. I've got a lot of yeah, yeah. You know talk what? About that I'm for sorry. years. I didn't realize it's going to be so controversial. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's refocus our efforts here. So we right, are going to be right. talking about animal. This was chosen mm. from a patron in Discord. Um, if you don't know, now you know. We choose a patron <laughs> every other week from yes. our list of Patreon patrons. If they're in Discord, they get a Discord message. If you're in Patreon, you get a Patreon message. The people on Patreon don't check their motherfucking messages and you've been missing out on a bunch of stuff. So that's your loss. Someone else's gain. Anyway, this came from Eco Dave. Gave me a couple of options, but really went and sold one of them for me because we're going to be talking about the Kia, which is a bird from New Zealand that eats sheep, hunts sheep, attacks sheep. Hunts sheep? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, we got to figure out. We got to get to the bottom of this. Kia, like the car? No. Oh, Kia like okay. the bird, like the bird. I did have a From cat named Kia. It was um like inspired. the car. No, it was inspired by Kiara from Lion King Two. Simba's pride. <gasps> Her full name was Kiara. I think the I think the car came from that as well. <laughs> we okay. all took inspiration from Everything Lion King comes Two. From Simba's the pride. Car, right? You know, I'm looking at this bird. Okay. <laughs> I was so, gonna say there's something, something sinister about him. Okay. <laughs> so we're Tell talking about the Kia, Animalia, Cordata, and the class Aves. This is the Cidiformes order. The family is the Strigopidae. Hmm. Whatever. And then <laughs> the Whatever. genus is Nestor, and the species is Notabilis. Nestor oh. Notabilis. Okay. We did, Nestor. I think, I think, we did an episode of the Kakapo. Did we do that? We did. Okay, thank God. Yeah. And it wasn't this, right? No, it wasn't. Okay, thank God. <laughs> We've also done the Kiwi. Thank God. Okay. We've been dancing around this bird for years. <laughs> so the Kia is not the Kakapo, but they are both endemic to New Zealand. So don't get it right. twisted or confused. But there's several differences. The Kakapo's typically larger it's Mm -hmm. herbivorous it's only on these random islands Mm. and there's like five of them left the kia is a different okay we've got an omnivorous bird smaller than a kakapo Mm -hmm. on all the south islands of new zealand and there's like more than five there's like 12 or whatever oh okay Uh, at least at least double (laughs) at least double the amount of kakapo i think that's what you get when you're a bully bird though he looks like a bully bird is there a bird that's not a bully? 
Mm, maybe the cockapo. <laughs> like when we're talking parrots, I've never That's not seen true. a parrot just like fuck around and find out. You know what I mean? Yeah, the parrot definitely has the upper hand. I think in every scenario, um, regardless of any details. Honestly, parrots are like if you just gave a cat a knife for a face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what? Of course, it's gonna do what it does. Of course. The, well, the default is chaotic evil. Um, I don't think you're ever gonna. You have to like lean really hard against that because that's just their nature. They're just gonna right. do evil shit all the time, all the time. And he does. So let's get back to the history of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was described by an ornithologist in 1856, but he had been told about it shit. eight years prior by the Maori people. <gasps> Some old man was like, this bird lives here and has forever. And this guy's like, I don't see it. So, so he was just sitting on that secret for eight years. It wasn't for until eight years later that he actually like got one and was able to write down shit about it. Been haunted for eight years by this bird. So that's when I think it got its family and genus species name. And the okay. notabilis part just literally means noteworthy. Okay. Like, I mean, looking sense. at this thing, I I would agree. Yeah. And then the name Kia, the common name, does come mm. from the Maori language and it's probably just automatopoeia because the bird just screams like kia <laughs> like it just oh i love that okay so, it makes <laughs> that is chirping that's exactly how shit should be named we have all these like misnomers out here in the mm-hmm. scientific kingdom i think that's precisely how we should name shit <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so as far as the genie the nester genie that it's in there are four species in that genus Two of them are extinct and dead forever. Oh. One of them is still alive. So the New Zealand oh. kaka, which is like another little parrot, and the kia are the only two living. And then the Norfolk and Chatham kaka are dead. <sighs> dead. Dead Rip. forever. Gone too early. Rest in so many pieces. Dusted. And they probably all stem from the same proto kaka, which dwelled five million years ago. That seems obvious to me. That Five felt like an million? obvious fact. God. Yeah, that sounds good. That we all come from. <laughs> the mother of Protokaka. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the closest living relative is the Kakapo. So, okay, we circled back. Oh, okay. But not the same. Made the connection. Not the same. But they're not the same thing. Okay, okay. All right, this is a large parrot. This isn't your your mother's parakeet your mother's love bird love bird your mother's cockatiel don't talk about my mom's birds <laughs> this is your mother's big bird leave her out of it 46 to 50 centimeters 18 to 20 inches long that's big some specimens reaching 55 centimeters what um Jesus. which is like 22 inches that's Dude. a lot that's bigger than it should be i think i mean that's big enough to like it's like a football i feel like Big enough to football. What's the link? Oh, we're getting into it now. (laughs) Uh, Could could um ball. Maybe I should do a ball. Well, I hate him, but Tom Brady, could he throw this thing? Well, uh, no, obviously this thing. So what's the length of a rugby ball? Because I feel like they play rugby in New Zealand. They're eleven to twelve inches, twenty eight to thirty. So it's bigger than a football. Uh, twice, right? Twice as twice big. Twice as big as a rugby ball and football. Big! 
Holy if I smokes. decked you with a Kia, it would hurt. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you said I can get up to 22 inches? Yeah. Um, that's like two-thirds of a cricket bat. Okay. So you could, Two I guess. Two-thirds of a cricket bat? Yeah. That seems so big. I know. When you so I don't like know, that. like, I think that if you brought a cricket bat, a cricket bat to this Kia fight, you would be a, the fucking loser. <laughs> I think that this thing would overpower you easily because it also has a velociraptor claw on its face yeah and it's sentient it's gonna mm-hmm. fucking kill you kidding so adults weigh between 750 to a thousand grams which is 1.6 to 2.2 pounds so remember birds are still light no matter if they're big they mm. have hollow bones okay there's not a lot going on inside they're light in weight they're heavy in malice yeah the males are a little bit bigger, so they average 956 grams, which is like 2.1 pounds, and females 700 mm-hmm. grams, like 1.7 pounds. I'm just averaging all that shit because I don't care. Mm. Color is very pretty. He looks, well, see, he does, this is where it gets into cockapoo ter- territory because they both look like an avocado. So he's got olive green yeah. plumage with a gray uh-huh. beak. Okay. His beak, however, is extremely long, narrow, and curved. It's like hellaciously curved. It's really hooked. I think that's what maybe gives it the sinister vibe. It's hellacious. <laughs> it's like when you're you're like, "Mom, can we get McDonald's?" and they're like, "This is the McDonald's we have at home." And it's this thing, this evil thing. What really what you wanted was the cockapo. They're like, "Nice thing." I don't think the cockapo was even nice, was it? I think that it was not evil. It. it fucked that man's <laughs> head that one time. <laughs> right, but so how do we categorize I don't think- that? I don't know how malicious <laughs> Ted that was. Okay, okay, true. <laughs> they have dark brown irises. They have gray legs and gray eye rings. So the ring around the eye is gray and adult Kias. Okay. They do have orange feathers on the underside of their wings. The feathers on their face are dark olive brown. The feathers on their back and their rump are orange red, but some of them can be a dull blue. So really when the thing... Spreads its wings. It's very striking. It's got a lot going on. It's no longer an avocado. It it's is surprising. Like a bleeding mm-hmm. kaleidoscope avocado. <laughs> Ew, it's weird. It is very pretty. Short broad tail, bluish tip, green, black. I don't know. So male is about 5% longer than females. And thus the beak is also about 12 to 14% longer than females. Okay. So that thing is insane. Juveniles are very, very similar to adults, but they have the yellow eye ring. So if you see anyone that has the circle around their oh. eye is bright yellow, that's a baby. It's a big ass baby glasses. And then on. they have an orange yellow lower beak, so the bottom bill, and then gray yellow legs. So they just are a little more colorful until they get their adult pants on or whatever. Their armpits are really where the color comes from, huh? It's crazy. It's like hidden away. It is. So distribution-wise, they are one of nine living endemic parrot, parrots of New Zealand. Not mm-hmm. a lot of parrots on there. They live in lowland river valleys, coastal forests of the South Islands, all the way up to the alpine regions of the South Islands. So they're in, like, the Alps of New Zealand, like snow-ridden shit. Oh, surprising. Yeah, it's crazy. That doesn't seem like parrot territory to me, but what do I know? I don't know. Just some bitch. Don't know a goddamn thing. (laughs) 
They're not found in the North Island at all, which, again, like, I thought New Zealand was one thing, but apparently it's got a bunch of things. God, every day we just expose our ignorance. Every day honestly. I wake up. <laughs> every day I wake up dumber than the and day I'm before. in agony. Yeah, there's two islands. And then, like, another one? There's a bunch. Who cares? Anyways. Where does Papua New Guinea someone, fall into it, man? Someone Fuck. cares. Someone cares. Where's Papua New Guinea? And where's regular New Guinea? And also, where's just Guinea? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Where's old Guinea? But they did live on the North Island, but probably a long time ago, at least 750 years ago, because that is when the Polynesian settlers came, and they were like... It's time to go. Yeah. Time Bye. to go, girl. Uh, so the distribution does kind of reflect the mammalian predator distribution. Okay. So humans have driven them out. Mammalian predators have driven them out of the lowlands, and now they're in the mountains. Thriving, surviving, being in the snow. Okay. Being crazy up there. Just doing mm-hmm. crazy things. So crazy. One person observed them being polyamorous, and I just think that maybe we shouldn't take that man's word for it. That just seems insane to me. That one person said one that. Person. That could be hearsay. It like. just seems insane to me. Apparently, you know, the scientific method means nothing. Right. Peer review means nothing. It means nothing. This one guy, Greg. But they are social. They can live in groups up to 13 birds. If they are isolated, like maybe in captivity, they can do very poorly. It's not fun. It's not good. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they can breed at heights up to 1,600 meters or 5,200 feet above sea level and higher. So they're in that, like, alpine shit. Mm-hmm. Alpine mm-hmm. shit! They're one of the few parrot species in the world that regularly spends time above the tree line. Oh, okay. Surprising. Bird doesn't need a tree? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Like, why are you up there? What's going on? You're too far away from hell where you belong. (laughs) And you're getting (laughs) too far away from home base. Where you're forbidden from visiting. So why maybe that's just it. They're testing the limits, right? They're pushing. They're, they're seeing how close they can get to that surfing man in the sky before they burst into flames. Any day now. It's gotta be They it. will reach their limit. <laughs> Nest sites are usually positioned on the ground underneath large trees, like in rock crevices, or in like a little dugout burrow. Oh, that seems good. Yeah, why not? And they Put can access their hole. tunnels by... Or, like, their tunnels will access, like, a bigger chamber, so they'll make, like, a bigger thing. And then they'll furnish the big thing, the room, with lichen and moss and ferns and rotting wood. Oh, my God. Actually, an interior designer. It sounds just like the last Airbnb I rented, honestly. (laughs) That's how you make a house a home. Their laying period starts in July and reaches into January. They'll lay two to five little white eggies. They incubate about 21 days and the brood period is about 94 days, so... I don't know. That all seems pretty average and sure. Nothing. I got. Out- I got nothing to complain about there. <laughs> yeah, like you, proceed. Uh, mortality rate though is high among the young. Oh. Less than forty percent live to their first year. Oh, that is that's pretty low. Like shit, bro. What's going what? on? Is it because they're just like daredevils and they're just doing like crazy shit? Um, I think it's. Um, a lot of different stuff, but I didn't write any of that stuff down. Do you think there's a heavenly call happening for the young? Yeah, like that is the (laughs) limit put on them by God. Right. 
The median adult lifespan is estimated at five years, which is shocking to me also because it's a big parrot. And parrot! That would they usually live for like a right. hundred, right? I know. And then they said the oldest captive was 50. And so I'm like, so we stretched five to 50? This Holy just doesn't shit. seem right. <laughs> they must be taking hella risks in the wild then. Like, hi, I usually live two months and now I've lived a hundred years. Like that... I don't know. That was the median. So maybe the median is just whacked. God because damn. Because there's one Kia that just like is born and dies every minute or something. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Right. The rest of them are like, God, you're really pulling this number down. Right? We're living to like 30? Cracked out because of you. Stop. <laughs> Holy smokes. Honestly, if I only live five years and then someone was like, oh, I'll help you live to 100, I'd be like, no. Pass. I'm okay. I'm actually Pass. good. <laughs> it's estimated that 10 percent of the wild population is over 20 so again what the fuck now then how (laughs) is 10 percent over 20 if our median is five those babies man it's the heaven it's the heavenly cull (laughs) that's meaningful it's meant to be that way (laughs) i did get 100 percent in my biostatistical analysis class in college and i just want to say that this shit ain't had no okay the Jenna Ingram uh, qualified negative 25. What the fuck? <laughs> this fucking R is out of control. This R is out of, <laughs> insane right now. I remember nothing from that class. It was so fun, though. Anyways. Omnivorous. So smart. Do you remember that time that I said it was omnivorous? Yeah. I haven't forgotten. 40 plant species, beetle larvae, grasshoppers, land snails, some other mm. birds, rabbits, a bird, mice, and sheep. That just, that's not right. That's not right. You threw me when you said it, eight other birds. That's not right. It can't and be then, wrong if <laughs> one guy saw it. It's always right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just out here. You. It's out here also eating a sheep. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. It's been observed breaking open shearwater nests to eat just like the, the, prepubescent babies straight from the egg it enjoys flesh and bone marrow from carcasses (laughs) okay and has also been observed taking advantage of human garbage he's a little freak but he is they have observed tool use there is a kia named bruce you can google him he's on youtube well, he's not on YouTube, but there's videos of him on YouTube. He's not like an influencer. I didn't mean like <laughs> he's that. on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification um, bell to support Bruce. He has a broken beak. He has basically no top beak at all. And he, what he does to preen is he goes and he finds a tiny pebble, mm. teeny tiny little pebble, and he puts it in the bottom of his bottom bill. And then he uses it there to, like, manipulate his feathers and to preen himself using this tiny rock oh. because he cannot, like, you know, bite down with two beaks. Got himself a little hairbrush. Isn't that insane? You can watch him do it on the YouTube. I will. Go okay, so let's go back to the sheep, though, because it's important. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not what it should be. I just think that, like, a sheep is the fault of, I don't want a victim blame here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hold on. Hold Come on, on man. You can, like, a sheep is bigger than me. If this thing came after me, I would lay down and die, because that's just God's journey for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, a sheep is larger than me, objectively. And I just think that... <laughs> Ew, I just got the ick. What if I was one of those people that was just like, I'm so tiny. 
gross. Ew. Anyways, um, I just think that there's there's a sheep. Like you should be able to just shrug this thing off. What's going on? What's right. going on? So you are victim blaming. Is that where we circle back to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to victim blame, but, but. it is your fault. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, Clearly it is your fault, 100%. Clearly. Okay, so let me just solve one little piece of the puzzle. Let me just give you a piece okay. of the puzzle. Is they're not murdering sheep. They're just eating them while they're alive. Okay. 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 So is that That's... happening? No. Okay. What? Where? What's... I What's need more on? data. <laughs> right. Okay. So there's a controversy surrounding okay. this. In the I mid, bet there is. In the mid-1860s. They started oh, to find sheep that had unusual wounds on their sides and loins. And this was within the, a decade when they moved into the high country. So this is when they, like, went into Kia bird territory and then they started having mysterious sheep wounds. People were thinking maybe it's some kind of new disease. There's something crazy going on where your just skin opens up and you bleed and chunks of you go missing in weird places. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then suspicion started to fall on the Kia like parrot i can just imagine him looming around like (laughs) Like rubbing his little wings together yeah and a time before there's cameras and night vision and stuff like (laughs) how do you confirm that this tiny bird is like chewing through your sheep i don't know last on the suspect list honestly it's like perfect crime yeah but they're always i also okay but like in the united states you know we have all these like (laughs) <laughs> all these mythical creatures and like local legend encrypted yeah. <laughs> it's crazy shit like why is that not the case there you know if this happened in the land that we live in <laughs> it well, would be something insane people would be like it's absolutely. a fucking chupacabra absolutely it's a chupacabra that's the exact jersey same devil thing that happened to the sheep that they blame the chupacabra for yes it's and we're, we're like <laughs> we're like it's that man from jersey or it's fucking it's mothman and then over there, they're like, well, I don't know what it is. Like, let's be logical about this. Right! It's probably That's this guy giving me be. the evil eye. <laughs> it's definitely not that bird, though. So then in definitely 1868, not. like later into the 1860s, there was a head shepherd named James McDonald. And he worked at a <laughs> sheep station or something. And he just motherfucking saw it happen. Like, Akia was just, like, a, <gasps> just ravaging a sheep's ass. Just, like, attacking it. Bummer. Um, but then people were like, we don't believe you. We don't to believe be fair, you I wouldn't believe him either. That and a lot of people remain unconvinced. So then, in 1962, there's still people who just don't believe. This man, animal specialist J.R. Jackson, said, well, maybe if they did attack them, they'd probably go after very sick, injured ones, and maybe they are mistaken, mistaking them for, like, already dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then in August of 1992... What? We said, you're on a hidden camera, bitch. <laughs> and we got video. Got you. <laughs> at night of Kia just ripping into live uninjured sheep and eating the fat around their kidneys to help sustain <gasps> them through the winter. Around their kidneys? They were doing surgery? So they used their powerful curved beak and claws to rip <gasps> through layers of wool and eat the fat that's on the back side of the animal. No, that's some Hannibal Lecter shit. It obviously does not kill the sheep, but it can lead to infections. And if anybody knows anything about hoofstock, if you look at them wrong, they run into a fence and break their neck. So that's probably Correct. also happened um, as well. <gasps> oh my god. So this guy was getting away with his heinous crime for 
a century and a half. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, and they just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they have such short lifespans. They're like, I gotta get this crime done quick, and then I'm dying. Because <laughs> you'll never fucking catch me. <laughs> so what we don't know is like, who, what, when, where, why? Um, the motive. Is this learned behavior where like one did it? Is this like that orca situation where they're just sinking all the luxury yachts? Right. Did one... Kia eat a sheep and taught its entire family lineage how to eat sheep because right. some do it, some don't. Mm-hmm, Not every mm-hmm. Kia is hunting sheep. Um, <laughs> so fucked. And I don't know, it's crazy. And then there's anecdotal evidence, of course, that they're eating like horses and dogs and rabbits. And stuff oh, too. just anything. Just any anything. Anything with a fatty kidney. Right. Fuck. It's like when you travel just to other countries, you know, they're bad. always like. They're like, be careful about your your passport and your wallet. Don't get, let it be stolen. You're going to have to put a backpack on so they don't get your kidney. That's actually really funny you say that because Arakia reportedly stole a man's passport. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> they all switch your room. He's traveling he thought he was He thought he was going for the kidney. <laughs> he pulled this and he pickpocketed him instead. Holy shit. So it doesn't matter what kind of crime. He's, I think, guilty of them all. Right. Judge Judy would lock him up immediately. <laughs> uh, then the next section on Wikipedia was called Relationship with Humans. And then the first image was an image. And the title of the image was Kia Damaging a Parked Car. <laughs> and it was a photo of a Kia damaging a parked car. If you can believe it. <laughs> really? They're just raging, aren't they? Holy yeah. shit. New Zealanders live in fear of this man. Yeah. So because they're intelligent, because they love exploring and manipulating things, they <laughs> are attractions for tourists and pests for locals. <laughs> Sounds about right. And they have even earned the nickname, which is, this is insane because this is what I called you in college, Clown of the Mountains. <laughs> Mountain. Pretty sure that was what you were called, but. Oh, it takes me back. Takes me back to the good old days. <laughs> Uh, so they're the clown of the fucking mountains. That's insane. They investigate backpacks, boots, skis, snowboards, cars. They cause Holy damage. They fly shit. off with small a- items like passports. <laughs> Probably like drop it right into a garbage can. They're like a later chump. They basically are just destructive as fuck. I mean, that beak. Imagine what they can do. I mean, they can. Yeah. Well, you give a man knives for hands. He's going to go crazy. He's going to use them. It's the same thing. He's going to use them. You know, I wonder why, I, or I wonder if that's maybe why some of the kakapo are, like, critically endangered, because people think it's this asshole. Probably. Probably. They're like, that guy, <laughs> that, that guy had sex with my wife. <laughs> Kill the kakapo. The hell. So they used to be on the $10 note of New Zealand from, like, 1967 to 1992. I don't think they are anymore. <laughs> yeah, take him off of there. The country's greatest criminal. They are the protagonist in an author's novels, Philip Temple. He wrote two novels, Beak of the Moon and Dark of the Moon, which, um, I guess, describes the first encounters of, like, the Kia with humans at the time of colonization and is, like, written in the, of the view of the Kia. I think that sounds really interesting. I don't know. Never heard of it before. It's got pretty good reviews. Someone, really? Does it? Is it, like, three out of five, dude? Is it like nonfiction? <laughs> like, does he think this is what they actually think, or is it like? Fiction? It kind of looks like he fictionalized it. Okay, so it's not <laughs> not written as if an actual Kia. Uh, what's going on with Philip? 
<laughs> is he like their publicist or something? I don't know. Doing some PR cleanup? Probably. He's so held what, hostage and so writing what his are, book. So what are, what are the threats? Like, do they need their history scrubbed? Do they need Philip yeah. to fight for them? <laughs> well, <laughs> a long time ago, the New Zealand government would pay a bounty for Kia bills. Brother in oh. Christ. Because of the sheep thing. New Zealand loves sheep, and they love having sheep and well, shearing them. I mean, yeah, I think if, like, someone's out there eviscerating the ass of your greatest joy in life, you're probably going to have something to but say about have, it. you have, like, thousands of sheep, and he took one bite of one ass. So they where were, does it end? They were where does it end for? <laughs> Who said you on? The government? <laughs> no. They were, they were paying a bounty, and the intention was... If you were a farmer on your farm or in the council territory of which the bounty was active and Akia was there and you killed it, you'd get money. Well, oh. that's not what happened. People were like, get money with birds. So people just hunted the birds all over in the protected areas, mm. in the national forest, like everywhere. National fucking park. They're just killing birds. So more than mm -hmm. 150,000 were killed in the 100 years before the bounty was finally lifted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They also have been found to be highly susceptible to lead poisoning, probably because of their curious and investigative nature. They found the more curiouser the bird, the more lead it had in its body. Oh my god. <laughs> and this is probably coming from the roofs of buildings and building materials, and this can cause premature death. They did 38 live Kias who were tested. All of them had de detectable levels of lead. 26 had dangerously high levels of lead in their blood. <gasps> Okay. Then in another study, they sent 15 um, dead ones in for pathology between 1991 and 1987. Nine of the 15 uh, were consistent with the blood levels of lead that would cause death. So it could have caused their death. I don't know why I said that like an insane person, but I think you oh, understand. We got there in the end. You know, I'm looking at the, uh, the Goodreads reviews on these books. Back to the books. Yeah. How are they good? Like, so the first saying? one... Uh, is a 4.27 out of 5. Fuck! It has 73 ratings. Oh, that's not And 12 reviews. So I do think they may maybe skewed a little bit. This is bit. weighted crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> However, the second one, uh, what is it, Dark of the Moon? Yeah, I think Yeah, Dark of the Moon. Has 17 reviews. Or excuse me, 17 ratings. It's 3.47 out of 5. And one review. However, the one review was written by Mariel in May 28th, 2012. It's the longest fucking review I've ever seen in my entire life. Mariel wrote, like, 15 giant paragraphs, included photos of the Kia, listed the characters, added a PS, a PSS, a note to the PSS, a PSSS. Mariel went in on this. She gave it three out of five stars. So she wrote a manifesto about a book that's three and a half stars? Um, yeah, she sure did. That's actually insane to me. It is. It is kind of weird, right? Um, but she's the only written review on uh, Dark of the Moon, so I guess I gotta take her word for it. Also, Dark of the Moon came out 12 years after Beak of the Wind or Moon or whatever. Beak Honestly, of the, moon. the titles 12 go years. hard. The titles go really hard. I know, they do. The covers suck. Um, ah, fuck. But the titles sound great. And it is, in fact fiction <laughs> i was looking at the summary and i was like 
talking Kias and stuff. Okay. So they're like literally anthropomorph. I didn't know if it was just like yeah. the bird saw the man. Like it could have been kind of written like it was true. Right. I don't know. A true story. We'll see. I don't know. Philip Temple made the first book like just shy of 500 pages. And then it took him 12 years to write 288 pages for the sequel. 500 pages seems like a lot even. Muriel didn't fucking like it. Fuck. I mean, she thought it was okay. I'm stressing. This is stressing me out. This is There's fucking drama on Goodreads. <laughs> this shit's gone on. <laughs> so other stuff kills them. Pesticide. Baited stove <laughs> traps. Um, I didn't even find, like, natural predators. It didn't describe mm. them. So either they don't exist or... They're irrelevant to the lead poisoning. Yeah, the lead is probably number one. So the 1970s is when they first started being partially protected when a census counted about like 5,000 of them. It's not great. Mm. In 1986, they got absolute protection because of the Wildlife Act of 1953. They're in the CITES appendix. They're also on the uh, endangered species list of the IUCN red list. So that's when people were like... Don't touch the goddamn bird. But they're still shot to this day, deliberately. In 2008, <laughs> I know that bird's an asshole. You cannot touch him. <laughs> Do in not 2008, retaliate. two of them are shot in Arthur's Pass and stapled to a sign. Okay, that's not good. That's psychotic, actually. Yeah. It's not stooped to their level. Also, they've uh, been hit by cars and shit. They get hit by traffic all the time on roadways. Oh. Um, because... They just muck about. They're just all constantly mucking about. And there was a place uh. where I guess it was happening a lot called Homer Tunnel. And the Kias were rearranging the goddamn traffic cones <laughs> every day, all day, getting hit by cars. And so in 2017, they built a gym. You can look it up. You can look up like Kia Gym. I think that might. Yeah, Kia Gym gets you the photo. Uh, they built an enrichment Kia gym on the side of the Homer tunnel to keep them off the road. And it is just, just an enrichment device that is constantly updated to keep them entertained. Oh as like a swing God. and a ladder and a tube. They held New Zealand hostage until they built them a gym. <laughs> <laughs> Anarchists. Yeah. It's great. The gym oh looks fun. God. There's a sign that says, Kia only, please keep off. (laughs) (laughs) If you get on here, (laughs) we will not be held responsible for the murder you're about to be part of. (laughs) It's just insane. There's also a citizen project, uh, the Kia database, uh, launched in 2007. You can record observations when you see Kias. Mm. The ones that are tagged, you can... Like, look that bitch up, see where he's at, where he's been. Um, so that's kind of fun. A vision of them, like, <laughs> just slamming pre-workout. I'm hitting the gym. I'm hitting the Kia gym. There's a picture of it, like, full of Kias. I don't know if you've seen that picture. There's a picture where there's, like, five Kia, like, in the gym. So oh my it God. fucking worked. Obviously fun. Holy smokes. Um, reintroduction has been tossed around for like the northern island where they're not on anymore but i don't think there's anything significant going forward there uh, number wise are, are the estimates are all over the place so 1986 mm. they thought there was anywhere from 1000 to 5000 in 1982 someone threw out 15000 which is absurd and then in, in oh. 2017 they're like maybe 3 to 7 so okay who knows what's the fucking truth who knows if you want to see them and you don't live in New Zealand, 
I think Cincinnati Zoo has the largest collection of Kias. Mm. Um, they help support the Kia Conservation Trust. They have assisted mm. with the like Kia di what do they call it? Diversionary frame. That's what they call the gym. Oh, okay. Fancy word for gym there, but okay. I saw someone listed as like the people who help upkeep it as a conflict coordinator. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. The Kia conflict coordinator. <laughs> So funny. Um, because not Peacekeeper. only are they described as the clowns of the forest, but they're also described as cheeky. So if you can imagine. <laughs> That's a cute way of saying times. raging asshole. Pain in the a-hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I had about the Kia from New oh Zealand. Oh my god, what is this the menace? <laughs> terrorizing New Zealand. He sucketh the sheep. You're not safe. It doesn't matter what you are. He's omnivorous. He's going to fuck your day up. Like, and even can... if he doesn't eat you, he's going to just pickpocket you. Why is it cool if bats do it and not cool if birds do it? Because bats aren't eating the fat around your kidneys. <laughs> they're not performing <laughs> surgery in the field. <laughs> All right. Because they're not skilled. Not because they don't want to. Oh, yeah. That's they don't right. have the tools. They just, they just don't have the tools needed to do so. Exactly. Do bats okay, so go ahead and suck from the butt, though? They suck from the, like, legs. They like a little ankle action, I think. Right. I do think eating someone's ass um, while they're still alive and not in a fun way is kind of sinister. Really? Because uh, 30 minutes ago, you said they were asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> so pick your position, because it's kind of confusing. Um, It's sinister. But maybe they should try to shake them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, horrific, horrific. Consent is important. Bye. Bye. Please continue. <laughs> okay, so this is the Kia, which is one of nine parrots endemic to New Zealand. It was described by ornithologists um, in 1856, but of course was known from the local um, Maori people forever. I don't know. The, yeah, I bet they've have just been like dealing with this for ages. Like, <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> that guy sucks. They're olive green. They look like an avocado until they open their wings, and they have a lot of different like bluish, reddish colors going on there. They have an extremely long curved beak that's perfect for carving out your kidneys. <laughs> um, they do live on the southern island of New Zealand, up into the Alps. They can go up into like five thousand two hundred feet above sea level, which is about sixteen hundred meters. Uh, they used to pay people to shoot them and deliver their Kia bills as the bounty evidence. It's disgusting. I don't like it. Yeah, They're susceptible like to it. lead poisoning? Maybe stop putting lead in roofs. I don't know. Why is there that much lead in building materials? I feel like that's just bad in general, right? Yeah, people is love it? to put lead in stuff. I don't know what it is. Isn't that why boomers are the way they are? It's because of the lead poisoning? That's what I read. Yeah, it rots their brains. So they are an endangered species. They're not critically endangered like the kakapo, but, mm -hmm. you know, give it some time. They get hit by cars. They get shot. They eat sheep. They're <laughs> omnivores. Clowns <laughs> they do, of the forest. They do crime. <laughs> they do crime, and they pay the fine. If you get got no regrets. Get what I'm saying. That's it. Amazing. I had no idea that this little asshole existed. I know. I kind of love it. So thank you so much, Eco Day, for the wonderful suggestion. 
This has been a fun, fact-filled episode of Keeper Chat. If you want to contact us, you can email us at keeperchat at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and we will get back to you. If you want to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash keeperchat, where we have many, many months of bonus episode materials, strange things, and access to the Discord. If you have access to the Discord, you get unadulterated, unfiltered access to us (laughs) 24-7. It probably won't be good for your mental health. Everyone in there is having a really hard time, and it probably has something to do with being able to talk to us so much. I don't know. Correlation does not equal causation, but in this instance, it might. Absolutely does. <laughs> um, if there's anything else you want to say, keep it to yourself. But also, rate and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. So do do that. And also, if you read those books, also tell us if you did that. because Let I, us know. I yeah, know I want to hear. Without dedicating 500 pages of my life to it. but I would, Yeah, that's too much. I want to know by proxy if it's good. <laughs> so please let us know. Um, but if you do rate and review us on iTunes, we need $5 of conservation. Blah, 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 blah. We did get a rating the other day. It was five stars. And then the rating was just like, this is for conservation. Like, they didn't even bother being like, they weren't Perfect. even pretending to care about the podcast. No, like, I love Donate it. my Ten fucking money to poaching. <laughs> Anti-poaching. Let let every review be like that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm saying good job. So that's it. Peace out. See you in two weeks. Keep it clownery in the mountainery. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Smell you later.